0: gentlemen ladies and gentlemen we have a special episode for y'all today today we are talking about something that is very near and dear to my heart we are talking about someone who has influenced me greatly we're talking about the one and only denzel washington ladies and gentlemen give him a round of applause give him a round of applause okay i still haven't quite figured out how to do the round of applause sound effect yet but Y'all could do it yourselves. Man. So, I've been, um, you know, I was watching Netflix. He got a, a, a throwback movie on Netflix called uh, Hard Lessons. Dude must have been, like, 26, 27 on that joint. Look, look like a little kid, man. But thing about Denzel, when you watch Denzel, it don't matter what's going on in the scene, man. You know, I, see me... I'm very heterosexual. I love women. I don't have... I love women. I'm going to leave it just like that. They could be... Whoever I think is the prettiest girl in the world could be on the screen about to get bucket naked. And if Denzel is there on the screen at the same time, I want to see his response, his reaction. What's going on with Zell? What's he doing? He's just... There's something about i don't know what it is but there's something about when he walks on that screen when he's in front of that camera you just you're locked in you don't even like you know somebody else like inside man with clive owen like yeah you know clive did his thing and that but um you know i uh, i don't know what it is man zell is just just a different breed man but so today specifically with regarding to uh, with regards to Denzel Washington, what I will be discussing. I, can, I I think I said we earlier. There's no we. This is me. This is my podcast. I am solo, dolo, ladies and gentlemen. This is just me, as it was last week. Maybe we'll get some guests in the future, but for now... This is just me doing my thing. I'm here. I'm having a good time. And what we're going to be discussing today is... You know, I had a vote on... Um, On my Instagram On my stories I took a vote whether people would like to discuss Denzel Washington and my top 5 performances Which obviously won Because we're going to be discussing Denzel Washington And my top 5 performances Not top 5 movies That he's been in Or anything like that Like I don't want to get this confused It's my top 5 performances of his And then what the vote was against Was that Or Um Uh It was that or um, the Twilight Zone, you know, my top five Twilight Zone episodes of all time because the Twilight Zone is a big thing for me. So I think next week we'll be discussing the Twilight Zone. We're not always going to discuss movies. I'm going to transition. I'm going to see, you know, where we go and where we roll. Like I said, this is only episode number two. We got we got long. This is going to be a thing. Thursday at 4 o'clock, um, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Uh, um Two weeks I'll be east coast when I do this podcast So you know I'll be rocking with y'all Hopefully I still Decide to do it at 7 I'm not sure But anyway So Denzel and my top five roles First and foremost Because I know a lot of people are in love With training day For uh, You know I, He has some, some Catchy you know he's smooth He's suave he's slick you know he he's doing his thing in training day. I'm not taking away from anything about training day, but that wasn't my that's probably like maybe 11 at best 10 because I think so I'm going to go backwards. I'm gonna actually give you all my top 10. But we're going to discuss my top 5, but I'm going to give you all my top 10. Um and 10 is like a tie. I got I got multiple ties for 10 because you know, I'm just going to break down because um there's like a few movies where I'm like, "Eh, they could all jump in there, here or there, depending on my mood. So it's a mood thing for me with these last couple or a few. So for number 10, we got a Manchurian candidate, we got John Q, we got flight, and we got training day. So they all, like, depending on where I'm at in the day, what time it is, you know, what happened to me that week, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. They go in there. You know, oh I see my thing about I, I, like I said, these are performances. Like I love T got Game, He Got Game would definitely be in my top ten, but in terms of performances, yeah. He got game you know. Yeah. So um number nine is Remember the Titans. Um number eight is out of time. I feel as though out of time is really under underappreciated. Um I feel as though he really did some real solid work in that. And the movie was, a solid, that was a solid film. I mean, Denzel only does solid films, but that was a real solid film. Uh, number seven for me, which, you know, probably a lot of my listeners haven't heard of or seen, is Ricochet. That was where Ice-T, back My Ice-T was the man, you know, he was cool guy in there. You know, that was when he had the hair and everything like that and was doing his thing. He probably, I think he still got the hair, but anywho. So number seven was Ricochet. Um number 5 and number 6 it was it took me a while to like come to a a, a clear definitive decision but I'm going to go with number 6 as American Gangster actually. I think I'm going to put American Gangster number 6 and yeah I don't get me wrong I thoroughly enjoyed American Gangster. I thought as a movie um uh you know that that may be in my top five, I don't know, man, I don't know, we talking Denzel, I mean, at the end of the day, when it comes to Denzel, you just like, yo, Denzel's on the screen, I don't, who cares, you know, what, yeah, it's Denzel, you know, like I said, he's so magnetizing, his presence on screen, like, he could literally just stand there and do nothing, he could stand there and make faces the whole movie, and you locked, you're locked in, at least I'm locked in, and I'm sure a lot of other people locked in, because, you know the the ratings and how people talk about when he has a new movie coming out. So here we are. Ricky Bernard William Davis Jr.'s top five Denzel Washington performances. Number five. The hurricane. Number four, and we gonna we're gonna break down a little bit about each of these things in a little bit, but I'm gonna just give y'all uh the rankings and you know first number four which i don't know if everybody has seen but um i was a huge fan of crimson Tide. i mean i thought he and gene hackman did the thing in that movie man um so yeah so we'll 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 come back to that but that's number four number three ah man when he was in um mo better blues bruh and uh, something that I don't know if I'm going to discuss with y'all today, but something that I think y'all need to put into y'all head. In the 90s, if we talking like actor and movie and what was going on, like Denzel always had the suave, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But in the 90s, it was up for debate who was more popping as an actor between uh, Denzel and Wesley, bruh. Wesley Snipes in the 90s, Boy was doing his thing Boy was doing his thing Uh, It kind of started to fade off after Blade and all that Blade, the first Blade was super popping I mean, everything about the first Blade, he did the thing But, you know, Blade 2, Blade 3 You know, and then the tax evasion issues You know, it just... Started spiraling out of control. But so yeah, so that was with 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 Spike. That's my number three performance. That's my number three performance of Denzel. Number two, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Yes, yes, yes. That whew, something special. And you know, as him not being the true lead in that movie. Like, you know, so he, he clearly he won an Oscar for supporting for that. But um, yeah, glory. And then number one, I, I really don't even think like it's, it, it needs to be discussed. Um, but Malcolm X. I mean, if anybody thinks that there was a better performance than Malcolm X, I mean, it may not have been your favorite movie. It may have been too long. Like I understand that. But in terms of performances, bro, come on. Like the transition just just from red to 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 when he yeah, come on. But we're gonna get into all that. So like I said, so let's go back. Number five, the hurricane, number four, crimson tide, number three, Mo Better Blues, number two, Glory, and number one, Malcolm X. So like I said, I know there was a little debate between the hurricane and American Gangster. My thing with American Gangster was while he was like really um he did a lot to uh, uh uh become that role but for me with regards to the hurricane I felt as though there was a lot more that went into the creation of that character like with 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 American gangster as in as in most of Denzel's films but with American gangster I, I felt it was great actor Denzel just being Denzel more so than in the hurricane I thought he had to bring a lot more to the hurricane than American gangster. I thought an American gangster, that's just a cool dude, you know, until obviously when he went to jail and started snitching on people. But in the hurricane I felt, you know, they did the flashbacks and everything like that, but in The Hurricane, I felt as though he really had to come outside of himself. And I thought that added for me in terms of, while I was watching. And you know, with regards to my um, interpretation in terms of like, what your best film and role was, like I, 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 you know, and it may be not fair, but of course, I'm gonna compare it to everything else you've done. So like, if I see you in a role and I'm like, okay, that was great. And I see you in another role, and I'm like, yeah, that was great, but the, you know that you were you, and that other role was you, and you can do you very well. But I, I, you know, I take heed to that, and that all comes. And with Denzel, it's so hard because Denzel, you know, he's one of those guys like he's not he's not become like. Let let's give a prime example. If anybody's seen Devil in a Blue Dress, Denzel got out. He. Don Cheadle outperformed him in Devil in the Blue Dress. Like if we keeping it all the way hundred, like Don Cheadle was the man in Devil in the Blue Dress. You watch Devil in the Blue Dress because Don Cheadle was in there getting jiggy, you know, and especially when Homeboy when he came in and started whooping him, and the desired to come and was like, "What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing?" Yeah, yo, Don Cheadle. He got jiggy and that and devil and blue jet. So for me, like that all, that all plays a part and to, um, you know, how I determined. So, but I felt as though because the hurricane, you know, he also had to be like kind of weak a little bit at times. There were moments where he had to like, you know, when he was in prison, he had the moment where he was like talking to himself and it was like three different people or three different, um, um, perspectives on where he was in life and everything like that and he had to show like a weaker side like when you see Denzel do that and bring truth to that which he always every moment in every movie he always brings truth to it but when 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 that's a when that happens in a role for Denzel it's like oh 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 because you know when you see Denzel you're like yo He's taking over. You know, he's taking somebody's girl. He's smiling at somebody, and they all over him. He's going to the back room with somebody new. You know, he's winking at somebody. He's GQing it out. But like I said, so for in the hurricane, I felt as though he kind of went outside himself, you know, and then obviously had to learn how to box a little bit. So that all added to that role for me. So now, Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide. I felt as though Gene Hackman elevated Denzel to a level because Denzel had to play, I felt as though there was a lot of playing off of Gene um, not that I'm saying that Gene was the lead or anything like that but I felt as though that definitely elevated just like in um, Inside Man I felt as though there was a lot and, and Inside Man's not on my top 10 performances but I felt as though there was a lot of playing off of um, Clive Owen which is always a good when you have greatness that you're working with like Gene Hackman you know I don't know if a lot of my listeners know when Gene Hackman was in a movie, he he put his time into it. We we just gonna put it like that. He didn't you know he didn't halfway go to work on the movie. He put everything into the movie. So um, I felt in Crimson Tide. So Crimson Tide, I, I don't know if anybody knows what it's about, but um, they were in a submarine and um, you know there was like a missile launch. So you know, we're not gonna go too long into it because we don't have time, but. There was a missile launch and what happened was Gene Hackman was the um the captain of the ship. And you know uh uh Denzel had all these great, you know, references and you know, but he had never been in a scenario where like a real missile like he had to deal with real missiles. And so now the 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 vocal, the focal point of the movie was they had like a message coming in that was supposed to tell them that another ship was or wasn't you know uh, um, deploying uh, 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 their missiles Um, but it it, it got cut off like you know so they didn't get the full message and Gene Hackman was like yo uh, you know this ain't this ain't training this ain't this ain't I don't know what you have been through bruh but this ain't that you know when we got these situations and so they it, it all came to a head and then, um, you know, Denzel was like, you know, captain of the boat, uh, you know, and then he he, he got his suave GQ thing on, as, you know, he does once in every movie, which, don't get me wrong, it, it it is the same thing, but we go for it, because it's like, even though it's the same thing, it's refreshing because he lives it in a new way. Like, it's always like, right in that moment, we're like, yo, we don't care what we saw Denzel do in the past, we're like, yo, we here with him now, bruh. That's this, that's this bruh. So, it was like, it was entertaining. So, they had that whole feud, and then, um, you know, they had to, like, he, uh, for, he forced the rest of the ship and everybody on there to, like, lock Gene Hackman up, and it was like a whole thing, and it was like, you know, was he trying to overthrow him, you know, what should they do, blah, 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 yada, 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 and, um... Then Gene Hackman ended up getting a few people that were on the ship, not getting because, you know, he's locked up in his room, but a few people that had um, been out uh, to battle with Gene before, like literally like they were like, yo, uh, you know, it's nothing personal against them, but we've been we, we battled with Gene you know we gonna fight for him so you know like 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 martin said in one of his episode i fight for use (laughs) so they went and um you know pretty much tried to rescue not rescue but get him out of his room and like overthrow denzel who now had become the captain because he was like you you got to go back but anyway i just felt as though with denzel in that movie gene hackman elevated um, his performance, like so, Crimson Tide was in nineteen ninety five. That's that's a little bit of a throwback. Like for Denzel, he's you know he's been out for like a, he's you know he did Carbon Copy in eighty one. So you know he's been doing this a long time. Carbon Copy, and then the first one that probably most people have heard of. I don't know if everybody's seen it. Was Glory? I mean, Cry Freedom was solid. Uh, a Soldier's Story was better as a play. Um, you know, the play is, is is yeah, the play is everything. But um, you know, so that's my thing with Crimson Tide. I felt as though Gene Hackman and working off of Gene Hackman really elevated him. Um Mo better Blues. Now, so Denzel's been with Spike three times? Was it just uh uh Mo better X and um and uh he got game uh I- I think so? I believe so. I, I could be wrong. I know I know. Samuel L is in everything that... Well, Samuel L is in everything that anybody does. But Samuel L has been in a lot of his movies and um... Yeah, but I think Denzel's only been in those three. So, but um... So, Mo Better Blues. I felt as though that was another thing where it was just... He was allowed to like... It was so suave and so smooth where he was like allowed to truly live freely. Like don't get me wrong. He studied. He knew the cadence of a trumpet player and you know, uh 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 and everybody like they had the the um Wesley was with the saxophone and then you had you had um Samuel L, you know, he was like the thug dude. Not the thug, but he came in there and he you know, he whooped up on um Spike Spike always liked to be in his movies Spike, uh, Quentin, they, you know They always liked to be in their movies They're not the best actors But they like to be in their movies And, you know, we gotta respect it You know, they making a movie Oh, before I go too much further I can't wait Because, you know, I didn't put it in my list Because it didn't deserve to be in my list But I, you know, I was thinking about um What was the play Fences So I saw Fences on Broadway when he did it I don't know why I'm going back to this But anywho I saw Fences on Broadway. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Broadway production of Fences much better than I prefer, than I enjoyed the movie. I am so looking forward. I'm gonna be in New York, like I said, next week for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Iceman cometh. Denzel gonna be on Broadway again. Uh, and Denzel's always said that like Broadway is his passion and his thing. But you know hollywood paying the bills though (laughs) so you know he 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 don't go back to new york city too often but you know so yeah yeah, you got respected but um so he's gonna be back in new york during the ice man comments i don't know like i know that's that it may be running already but yeah so i'm gonna go see that um soon i'm gonna go see that soon um. Oh, Spike the Inside Man. Okay, so Spike also the Inside Man. But yeah, so his his performance in um, Mobetta Blues, like you got to see just the true smoothness of of a man in a movie, just a man in real life. Like, and you don't like you can watch a lot of movies and see a lot of people trying to act smooth. Denzel was being smooth. Not fact, he wasn't even being smooth. Denzel was smooth. He was that guy, like you know. And then they had, you know, even even when it was like supposed to be awkward, you know, when he was going back and he called the girl the girl the wrong name and anything like that, it was still like, yo, yo. He got away with that though. He, he yeah, yeah. Denzel did his thing though. And it's like, yo, how? how does brother make that look cool? He made everything in Mo' Better Blues look cool from, you know, what she does in every movie, but I felt Mo' Better Blues really accentuated cool, you know, for me, with Mo' Better Blues and then obviously Spike's direction. Like, Spike thinks through every moment, especially with, 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 with black actors, and, you know, Spike does great with, with everybody, but especially when he tells black stories, um and I can't just limit it to black stories because obviously, like I say, he did well with inside man with 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 Clive and everything like that, but when he's telling true to the heart um black stories because if y'all know like he started out just filming everything in Brooklyn growing up, so that's his background, and then you know with his n y u thing and then blah 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 um but yeah so it, it 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 just was remarkable how he was just able to throughout the whole film just so personify smooth and that's 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 a cool thing man when you're just watching smooth and it's like moment to moment everything is captured everything is like established everything is understood that's cool man like so yeah um so glory number two glory oh man when you're talking about Glory, like I said, kind of with um the hurricane, which he sort of got into, but not really. Glory, you really saw the pain in a man. Like, you know, you with Denzel, you most of the time see him, like, composed and, you know, handling things. And Glory, even when he was acting tough, and not that you could see that he was acting, but you know, as an actor, acting—if that makes sense to people, it should make sense to it. Makes sense to actors, but to people listening, when an act, when, when when you could tell that he was putting on facades and airs, and that he had a deep pain in him from what the white man had done to him, and the way that he was able to establish that and still put on his tough and then you know obviously when he was getting um getting those lashings and the first time we saw his back and then bruh bruh if if like you know it's a lot of stronger people in the world well no I ain't gonna say stronger but it's a lot of emotionally uh more put together people than me but bruh when when they took that shirt off and you saw the scars down his back like even before he starts taking those lashes, it, it breaks me every time. Cause it's like, oh, you know, this guy, like, you know, he's blah blah blah. He's never nothing's ever bad happened to him. Like, because when you first watching it, you like, nothing bad's ever happened to him. Like he just don't like, you know, whatever for whatever reason. You know, we nobody thought that he really had gone through that. And then when you see his back, oh. oh, the story explains itself. Okay okay so he's every the things that he's putting on the things that he's showing you is because of what he's been through and it's established so incredibly well and so it's just like yo and then the music segment because you know homeboy did he was like you know we you know we just gonna we just gonna do this you know because they had a little argument about will we actually you know with a whip like you know we're gonna actually beat him like what are we doing and then, you know, when he started, when he was like, you're going to listen to me. We're going to do this. Because uh, homeboy didn't want to do it either. But he was like, now, you know, he's trying to show me up. So now I got to do it. Um, and then uh, when that one tear came down, man, like that still gets me. And I've seen Glory probably like pff, 20 times. And it's still like when he's standing there, I, I'm, I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm Denzel. I'm Denzel. And then the teardrops, man, that's, that's, so yeah, so for Glory, like that was, that was, and you know, that was early on, so it's like we saying that's the first time, but um, that was one of those movies where obviously it was early in his career, and obviously he deserved the Oscar, um, but you saw uh, 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 an emotionally broken man. And to see Denzel playing that because now you know what we're going off of when when um when um what you call it, uh when Glory came out, you know, that was like whoa, whoa, that was eighty nine. I I was born in eighty nine. So like obviously like, I didn't see it when it came out, but um you know, when when I finally saw it, it was like after I'd seen all these other movies. So, you know, for me it was after. And I'm comparing it to all these other movies where it's like, oh, he's in control. You know, he's doing his thing. You know, he's just smooth. just And to see him that early in his career, because it, like, establishes a foundation. Because when you can do that and then go to smooth, it's like, okay, but we know the undertone. We know what you can get to. You know, we know we know what you're really made of and what what there is, those layers on top. So for me, Glory just really exemplified Layers of a man Emotionally beaten Faking strong Faking tough But still um, Still Still have somehow Being a magnet to your eye Like you, anytime he came on that screen And don't get me wrong Morgan Freeman's not one of my favorites Morgan Freeman is definitely good He's great But there was nobody when Denzel came on that screen In glory That you didn't lock in. And you weren't like, yo, what, yo, what's Denzel about to do? What is Denzel about to do? And so the number one. My favorite performance of all time. The biggest Oscar Snub of all time. Yes, we're giving it a moment of silence. Spike Lee's Malcolm X man, I don't got enough time to really break it down, because, you know, we've been here for 27 minutes, it's a 30-minute episode, but, um, yeah, man, so for Malcolm X, at the beginning, um, you know, when he's this guy, this confused, lost soul, you know, going around sleeping with all these white women, and just living a life of, of, you know, he was, into crime, into just doing whatever, you know, he had homeboy, um, another NYU alum, um, uh, um, uh, ah, man, I'm forgetting light Skin Bull's name, he was also an American gangster, but whatever light-skinned name is, um, you know, when I, it was so cool, you know, and what I'm talking about with him being smooth and everything, when he was like, you know, oh, you, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is that the WAP side or is that the Negro side? Is that the WAP side? And then he puts the gun up to his nose, but he took the bullet out. Yo, Denzel is just a cool dude. And then when he transitioned, because like you saw all that, this is like a three and a half hour movie, but maybe even four. But you saw all that, and then you saw him portray Malcolm X. And it's like, yo, you shouldn't, you know, most of the time you're thinking, yo, that's that's two different actors. And not to knock nobody's talent or ability, but to show that range in, in, a, in a single movie, and I don't know how long it took for them to film it or anything like that, but that's tough. Uh, 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 you know, who he was before he became Malcolm X was a totally different person from who he was when he became Malcolm X. Those were like two different... You could have cast two different actors. could have cast two totally different actors. So, you know, he just showed so much in terms of range and so much in terms of death, so much in terms of believability. You were there with him every moment from start to finish. Um, yeah, I wish I could get more into Malcolm X, which is my favorite role. I kinda I kind of got there a little too late, but we 29, 29 minutes and 45 seconds in. Uh, this is 30-minute podcast. I'm going to shut it out there. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I love y'all. Thank y'all for being here with me. My name is Ricky Bernard William Davis Jr. Until next time, I love y'all. Peace.